Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Straight Talk for the Soul series. I'm Carrie Murphy, your host, creator, and founder of this global unity community. I want to thank you for being here with us today. Welcome home, everyone. Uh, this is your safe haven, a sacred space, and a soulful sanctuary to come to, to connect with soul family, to open your heart, to get empowered, and feel fully supported and loved. Consider this a cosmic playground uh, to see your sacredness, to claim your role as as a conscious creator and experience a delightful rediscovery of your divinity. Um, it's all about a renewal, restoration um, of your health or your wealth, your soul's radiance here. We're also here to personally and collectively proclaim our readiness to experience freedom and liberation. So I want to thank you for blessing our community with your presence today. Um, of course, we invite you to subscribe to our show. It's a free platform. You can access everything at straighttalkforthesoul.com. Uh, and we'd love to see you in our private Facebook group or on Instagram. And now uh, my favorite question. What is the best that could happen today? Well, let's intend for upliftment and renewal. Let's intend for an elevation in vibration. We're going on another soulful adventure today uh, with my friend and former Yale neurobiologist, Jean Eng. And we're talking about making interdimensional contact with star beings. Um, and we will take some live callers later. Press star two on your phone for that. Uh, Jean will be offering mini healings. And then we'll do a group healing uh, later on in the show, um, utilizing the frequency to connect with the star beings. So that's going to be fun. Uh, I encourage you to set an intention for what you want to experience. Uh, my intention with our journey is to be a clear and pristine conduit and communicator of the divine and selfless service to allow for the greatest openings into healing, empowerment, vitality, and love, and for grace and soulfully soothing energy to flow through my voice and this sacred energetic space with grace and ease, welcoming and inviting in the highest divine support and participation throughout our time together. You're also welcome to write in. Let us know how you're doing in our webcast. And now let me tell you about Jean, and we will get started. Uh, Jean Eng has a healing practice based in Thousand Oaks, California. He sees clients for a number of energy healing and shamanic healing practices. He also teaches seminars that focus on the integration of science, spirituality, and healing. He travels both in the U.S. and internationally, facilitating healing sessions and workshops, uh, particularly around the Arcturian healing method. This is a modality that he created as a synthesis of his studies in healing. Gene received his B.A. from Stanford in Human Biology and Philosophy and Religious Studies, and he was formally trained as a neurobiologist at Yale. But after his postdoctoral fellowship, Gene decided to step into the role of a facilitator of healing in order to directly interact with helping people. Most of his work centers around the use of subtle energy to help align the subtle energy body, its channels, meridians, and energy centers to help restore balance and harmony so that healing can occur, whether it's physical, emotional, mental, or spiritual. And today with Jean, we're talking about making interdimensional contact with star beings. You're going to learn how to do that, uh, how to increase your healing abilities with star contact. You'll You'll learn to raise the frequency in your light body and environment. You'll learn how to process emotional traumas with the help of the star beings and experience Arcturian and intergalactic healing frequencies. This is a type of star being contact. Um, I love my time with Jean and 
look forward to seeing, you know, what unfolds here today. So please join me in extending waves and waves of love and light and joy to Gene as I welcome him back. So welcome back, my friend. Hi, Carrie. Hi, everyone. Hi. Great to be here. And, uh, yeah, I really enjoy uh, these conversations and just connecting with everyone. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Um, as I was mentioning to you before we went live, uh, you were here in, a, in late February. But since then, you know, I always like to hear about what you've been up to. And I want to hear a little bit about your trip to Peru. Um, what happened? Was it a good experience? Whatever you want to share. Yeah, yeah, I was kind of looking at the calendar um, back when we had met, and I think what what happened was um, we had a special offer that uh, was just um, that was on the World Peace Transmissions that yes. was done right after I came back from Peru. That's why I felt like that's, I had to about right. it. Right, <laughs> that's what it was. Okay, it's all making sense now. Um, so, what happened in Peru, Jean? Oh yeah, yeah. It was the second time I um, have been there, and and um, and uh, so facilitated a tour. And um, the last time was right around the end of uh, 2011, so it was kind of that 20 um, that 2012 portal uh, where it felt like a lot of people had gone to Peru during that time. Of course, people are going every year, uh, you know, the the major um, power spot. But um, so this was about 10 years later. Uh, one of the things, uh, besides talking about the physical tour itself, was um, that was really fascinating. Was that actually two weeks after I returned, I was having very vivid dreams of actually still being on like a a Peru tour, but in the astral world, mm-hmm. and kind of receiving transmissions and downloads, and that sort of has gone on now. To um, I linked that to a, a retreat that I'm having in Mount Shasta in August. And also to this call, uh, and to the sort of the transmissions and frequencies here with the star mm-hmm. beings, um, this Peru is definitely a, a hot spot and also people are very open and probably have been making contact for hundreds, maybe thousands of years with, uh, if you want to call it extraterrestrial or star or just interdimensional spiritual beings. Mm-hmm. So I think the, that tour, um, kind of the, post-tour in the astral world is quite a a significant uh, experience. Right. So did you have um, contact with the star beings while you were in Peru? Uh, We actually, um, we had a great spiritual guide. People might have even studied with him. His name was uh, Jorge Luis Delgado. Um, And he's been, you know, really opening up the Peruvian initiations probably for the last 30 or 40 years. Uh, and he kind of has his own tour company there that we were, you know, part of. Uh, but uh, and we did a star contact there. Um, I'll talk more about the various um, sort of ET experiences I've had, um, you know, all around the world, but also in places that you would you wouldn't think are necessarily so-called special power spots, like you know, like right in a sur- suburb, you can uh, make contact mm-hmm. and have great, you know, experiences also in the physical world. Uh, but, uh, so we did do one at a power spot at a lake. Um, and, uh, I would say the contact there was much more, um, internal. And I'll talk about the difference between sort of like a, a physical experience of contact where you sort of see things. And then, which is actually the, the tip of the iceberg. 
And then the more internal contact that might happen in dreams, like I mentioned, this post-tour right. uh, dream state, and also just uh, etheric or uh, clairvoyant um, mm-hmm. contact. So it's sort of, and which is actually the predominant uh, form of contact, much like how when we receive an energy healing or a transmission. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, before we go further into that. Um, you know, I mentioned you were a former Yale neurobiologist, and um, a lot of our community, they're very familiar with you and your work, but um, there may be some new people. But I wanted to ask you, how did that whole experience contribute to just the evolution of your journey? Um, did it did it help you with regard to opening into your healing capacities, or how do you see that as benefiting, you know, the overall journey for you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was it was a great uh, opportunity to have, uh, you know, been able to go so deeply um, into like a study, uh, you know, an academic study. And uh, for people who, you know, they kind of find uh, certain things in life where they're, they have the opportunity to go deeply, maybe that's uh, sports or, you know, a hobby that turns into a passion. Uh, so I'm really grateful that I had that opportunity to go, you know, so uh, you know, for eight years, um, which is about the average for a PhD. Uh, so that's post, you know, um, college study, uh, just studying, you know, how the brain works. And specifically, there is a very new technology, and it's still fairly cutting edge. It's probably something even uh, more cutting edge now, but it was called a two-photon microscope. And what it allowed us to do is to study a living neurons. And, um, and in the brain, when it develops, the neurons actually aren't born where, like, our cortex, which is the part that's involved with, like, higher processing, the neurons aren't um, uh, created or born where they finally reside. So they have a long uh, migratory path in the brain during um, uh, fetal development and also uh, uh, when you're still an infant. So we were able to actually to see that uh, live with this uh, new technology. So... I came right at a very unique time uh, for uh, with this technology. That was mostly what my thesis was about. Uh, but I think it really it helped me in the sense that, um, you know, in part of the story that I've kind of recounted maybe in some of our uh, previous interviews, I had actually heard about the Arcturians, which maybe we'll talk about later in the mm-hmm. interview, um, and read about them right before I started my uh, graduate work, and then completely, like, uh, I got, I don't know, forgot them, but really wasn't focused on that level of reality, kind of really focused on this kind of physical scientific world. And then right when I emerged and had finished my um, graduate work and was doing my postdoc work, it sort of, that activation reemerged. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was about eight years of, you know, a, a latent uh, uh, transmission, right. so mm-hmm. to speak. And so that gave me a lot of perspective of, of you know the time frame and also the soul um how the soul like uh, in my particular experience unpacks uh information from the spirit world and uh things can seem fast but they also can seem appropriate uh you know and even long in terms of years although 8 years is not probably long for the soul um you know when things are you know are best to unpack so um, yeah. and in that case, if I if that unpacked too soon, I probably wouldn't have had the focus to finish right. the PhD. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So it's just uh, <laughs> interesting how that whole unfolded. Right. Well, you know, we've talked about your Arcturian healing method here a lot, and that's what you developed. And but everything has expanded um, so much with your work over the years. When did you first make contact um, with the Arcturians or any of the star beings, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was a kind of a. I would say there was always an intuition. Um, as soon as I got into energy healing, whenever um, I studied with um, a psychic energy healer first from Siberia, his name was Vladimir Maximov, he sort of initiated me into the energy world. And I remember him every so often referring to how Russia knew about UFOs. And I always remember that it kind of stirred something of interest in me. Like I was always really wondering about that. Um, and it, but I never got a good bead or a good um, response from people. Um, and I think maybe it was just, again, that soul appropriateness for the unpacking. Exactly. But I would say, um, yeah, the thing that really started it uh, was uh, first kind of a inner intuition about that um, I was connected with the Arcturians. That was just an intuitive voice. Uh, and then another modality that maybe, I don't know if he's been on the, um, the, the call or maybe you've met him. Eric Pearl started the reconnection, yeah. mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. was a, a Palladian, uh, based. He mentions that, uh, he did have a connection with the Palladians, uh, right. with that modality. Mm-hmm. And I think that, um, I got the reconnection done and that really opened up, uh, began sort of, I think, the activation to expand my consciousness to sort of be open and also to make sort of a more direct contact with, uh, you know, I, I see them as spiritual beings primarily, but they can manifest in various levels of reality. Right. Um, and I know that you've, you've talked about some of the stories in terms of, you know, seeing, you know, physical craft um, and then just experiencing the beings in different ways, you know, as the topic of the show is making interdimensional contact, did you choose that word uh, purposefully interdimensional rather than, you know, (laughs) um, external? Mm -hmm. Like extraterrestrial. Right, right. Uh, Yeah, like that that kind of, yeah, I think extraterrestrial is is probably accurate. It it holds a lot of baggage, I think, you know, or just extra, um, (laughs) yes, maybe because of the media and and just whatever it might be. And um, so interdimensional, I think, yeah, was chosen very consciously as uh, it doesn't necessarily have to, you know, um, there's this idea that maybe it's um, a physical, like, metal uh, craft, you know, like my, like a mm-hmm. Boeing uh, 747, but like uh, 300 years in the future, when in fact, it's probably, you know, uh, we're talking thousands or if we were to think of it technologically, millions of years in advance where consciousness is now melded with frequency. Um, and what we're probably seeing in the physical is something does show up is more made of light or sound or, or um, uh, light color. And it's uh, guided by consciousness that's quite advanced, uh, probably in unity consciousness. Uh, and so they're kind of even aware of our consciousness. That's been my experience, like where we're at, how much we can accept into our reality without being destabilized. Mm-hmm. And they're very compassionate. So they kind of meet us 
with all the um, intentional contact, you know, uh, that we can mention, like these different protocols, they sort of, I found they've met me where I'm ready to be met. So if it's better to kind of have a contact that's in the dream state where it's maybe less threatening to sort of my current worldview or, um, you know, reality view, uh, then that's happened a lot. Um, then, then all of a sudden, like within these maybe last 15 years, having kind of contact experiences, uh, there was really a lot of contact in the physical world, like with this uh, sort of power-ups in the uh, in the night sky, uh, with groups, you know, in Mount Shasta, or even in places that I thought, okay, we'll try the contact, but I wasn't expecting anything. And then some of the most amazing experiences, like the one I'm remembering most is uh, in Zermatt, Switzerland, which is a mountain in Switzerland. We had a very significant um, physical contact where we saw basically like six power-ups, which is basically if you were to see a star, uh, actually it wasn't even a star, it was just completely black. Uh, like black night sky, and then a star would like get the size of a dime, which is huge. Mm-hmm. Like if you were, uh, and then power back down, and that happened like six times within a span of um, five minutes. And we were only out because it was so cold, and uh, like for about thirty minutes. So they really just showed up like in a very distinct way. There may be four of us there. Uh, so so it's kind of. Um, they meet you, the main point I think, they meet mm-hmm. you sort of where you are and uh, help you kind of move forward in your consciousness development. How has it impacted you and your work? I mean, with the Arc- your connection with the Arcturians, you created the, you know, the whole Arcturian healing method. Um, but as the years have progressed here, how has the contact with these star beings, um, as I mentioned, just impacted uh, your work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there are like kind of two levels. One, one on the practical level, like you mentioned, um, because I was interested in healing, you know, prior to sort of maybe this conscious contact, the form that it's come out uh, most distinctly in the public world has been healing modalities. Mm-hmm. So the two that were sort of mentioned, the Arcturian healing method and the intergalactic healing method, which was another, I would say, form of consciousness that also has a star quality to it that I would um, develop a little or connected to a little bit later after the Arcturian healing method was established. Uh, And I kind of met those beings more physically in Mount Shasta, which is sort of a star portal or interdimensional Mm -hmm. portal. Uh, So people, so I can kind of share that um, connection uh, without necessarily having even to talk about maybe interdimensional contact through healing modalities so people can come who are just interested in healing and just benefit from this connection uh, because they have, they're have they very compassionate beings uh, working to raise the vibration of all our seven subtle bodies and consciousness. So it, it, it fits very well with the healing context and in, in the way we think of healing, like um, maybe healing symptoms uh, physically, emotionally, mentally, or spiritually. Uh, the second level is just like the expansion of consciousness. You know, the the idea that maybe we come and, uh, or I, you know, come start to think I'm like Jean Ang, this physical body, having this physical experience in this physical world. 
And then as I kind of slowly, you know, realized, well, the physical world isn't the only level of reality here in our midst, and then have deeper and deeper experiences that there's actually um, other realities right here in our midst that can be experienced and other beings that don't necessarily have to have a physical body. So this kind of slow uh, progression of the expansion of uh, whether you say the reality view or worldview is probably a, a deeper and, and another level of what this connection, I think, has brought. Mm-hmm. So with all of the transmissions that you bring through and the transmissions that you offer in your special offers here have become increasingly um magnetic. <laughs> I mean, they are some of our most popular um uh offers that you that you've been providing us with the last I would say year, especially year or two. Um is these transmissions are they star being transmissions? Uh yes, yes. Uh I I think there is, you know, the um a combination of uh, we talked about this maybe in another uh, interview I remember you'd asked me if I had the angelic connection. Right. And there is an angelic uh yeah, consciousness holding uh that I've connected to that's kind of holding the space too. Plus the Arcturians, intergalactics, who are more star being related. And the primary um, beings who I, uh, or who are invited are actually the people uh, who come, their guides. So, so it's sort mm-hmm. of like, um, they're, it's, um, the transmissions are actually meant to connect you more closely to, to whoever you're connected to, which, which may not be like Arcturian or intergalactic or even star beings. So I think um, by and then like kind of inviting those beings, this since I work with them to kind of hold almost like an outer ring right. or an outer space mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for that to occur. Um, and I think the reason, what the format that's been very uh, popular, or more I think meaningful, has been these live meetings um, mm-hmm. on Zoom that are then recorded, so people can interact at like different levels or multi levels. Like they can either do the live one. Or if they like to do it on their own, the MP3s rep- uh, provide that recordings. And then people also have the recordings to come back to. So there's sort of, I think that's why um, it's much more adaptable to right. um, people's, um, yeah, spirituality, also their schedule. Exactly. Yeah. And this time, <laughs> you're going to be doing it three days in a row in July. Um and what's interesting is I, I noticed reading here that um, there's a specific group of the Arcturians that will be supporting you, known as the Arcturian Guard. I don't recall you mentioning them before, so is this a new group of Arcturians that you've connected with? Yeah, yeah, maybe like uh, to zoom out just one or two steps. You know, um, when people interact with, um, I would say, spiritual consciousness or beings, as we've maybe um, talked about or, or kind of looked at before, it's sort of like a, a relationship, like a two-way relationship, like we kind of meet them and they meet us. And then um, they kind of meet us in a way that is uh, adaptable or accessible to us. And then there's various um, characteristics of, you know, the star beings that we can resonate with. And what I found interesting is... Um, uh, uh, there was a book called the Arcturian Anthology uh, that was written by um, a very well-known sound healer. And uh, one of the 
he sort of like parsed out his interactions with the Arcturians and various um, forms of them. And he even said that, uh, that Jesus was uh, an Arcturian and uh, Mary, his mother. But one of the forms was a very sort of strong form, almost like a military commander, he said. And uh, without having read his book, uh, his name was Tom Kenyon, for people who probably mm-hmm. know about him mm-hmm. as a sound healer. Um, I had met the Arcturian guard that has this very strong sort of presence, very similar to Archangel Mikael, kind of mm-hmm. that, um, you know, with the sword and the shield, and just representing spiritual strength. So so that's the Arcturian guard. And, yeah, sort of those, that, that felt like the transmissions that were coming in for this, this series. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about it. <laughs> I'm sure other people are too who have been like, I think a lot of the, the beautiful beings in this community each time you're here, like, okay, what are we doing now? What's next? So, um, we'll talk about the special offer in just a little bit, but in terms of, um, our listeners learning to make interdimensional contact with the star beings on their own, uh, what would you say or suggest, Jean, for them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, a lot of the protocols I learned specifically for ET contact or interdimensional contact was with uh, Stephen Greer. And I, I may have uh, recounted some of those experiences, but he's still going strong. He's very, very well known in the mm-hmm. um, ET or interdimensional community. But what he had created, uh, he also came from, he was an emergency medicine physician, sort of has this sort of scientific background also. But he had, um, Anne was a meditation teacher. So he created these, Anne then had these contact experiences since he was a young boy. So he had created protocols that, you know, of consciousness. And it's really um, our intention, or you could say our consciousness, that allows us to make the connection. So if you could imagine someone who maybe this uh, topic isn't in the reality, or they even would say that this isn't real, so right there, the intention uh, wouldn't um, – so it's, since the intention is so key, it can seem both mm-hmm. critical as well as almost too simple. But if you come back to this example I'm giving, if a person doesn't have that in the reality, they won't even make the intention exactly. to make the contact. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, but, but, and then so by the time you're open to make the intention, you've probably gone through so much transformation to have that in your reality, that when you finally sit down and, like, let's say get together in a group or even if it's by yourself, and let's say you go outside and you make the intention to make contact, all the sort of hard work was done maybe in the years or even lifetimes it took to be open enough to make the intention. Mm -hmm. And so, um, so really it's about what they call coherence. So let's say, okay, I'm, uh, this is new, but I'm open. So you, you could get together with a group and you simply make, and it could be just one or two other people. The key about the coherence is you want people in the group to all sort of want to make the connection. Mm-hmm. And, and the, the star beings or interdimensional beings, they actually are already connected to you before you go out. <laughs> that, that's been all mm-hmm. of the experience. They've already, um, what Stephen Greer would say, and then I found this to be true is, like if it's one or two of the first times you do it, they actually scan your consciousness, and they and like I was talking about before, because they're so uh, awakened or compassionate, 
they realize, uh, if it's a group, they realize who will be the most fearful in the group, mm-hmm. and then they kind of adjust to how to they'll that. show mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they don't want to like um, they don't want to destabilize um, anyone in the group. Um, so if the group is at least all open and that's that coherence, then uh, then you can usually have a lot of um, external contact. Like you may see things, you may mm-hmm. hear things, experience things, and then they do do things specifically. Like um, they may direct certain sounds or certain certain people will be looking at the night sky and they'll see something that they need to see uh, while other people may see something or experience something differently. Or they show up, of course, in each person's dream in a way that's very meaningful to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anytime the, I found kind of having done this, and I did this with groups and I do this, I uh, have done this like in retreat settings, so kind of a new group. Um, or a group that's been going on for a while in the other case, uh, is anytime you make the intention to do make contact and like either if it's inside or outside, uh, contact it will be made, like some contact will happen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and just trust and be open. And um, yeah, and I think a lot of it can be done, you know, well, it's so unique. I mean, you can do it on your own with intention, inside, outside, in meditation, however. And with the groups, like you said, I thought that made a lot of sense that they scan everyone and kind of feel into who has the most fear and then they adjust um, their their uh, presence or <laughs> in that way. So that's really interesting. I wanted to talk about um, how we can raise the frequency of our light body and environment. Um, what can you share with regard to that? Because that's what allows us to further ready ourselves for greater connection with these star beings and higher aspects of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I just kind of come back, I think a little bit to the fear aspect, because I mm-hmm. think, um, you know, I mentioned maybe that's why I uh, consciously chose the interdimensional term. Because uh, one of the, um, uh, and I would say maybe it's a misthought, is that there's something to fear in the connection. And uh, I think that's, uh, and uh, people will come, like, um, like let's say I have a retreat at Mount Shasta, we had a Sedona, um, you know, these power spots. And you're, and, I, and I, of course, have had this too, where you're, you're open, but there's still, because of maybe how the media portrays uh, extraterrestrials, there's that subconscious thought form that there's something like a negative that could happen. And and that sort of holds people back. But I think it's part of the process, uh, having kind of facilitated this now for a couple of years and, with, um, and this uh, question always being sort of raised, uh, like we'll do a, like a talk like this before we go out. And I think that's that's okay. Like I think if anyone has that, um, is sort of at that place where they're open enough, but they're also wondering, you know, would I make a bad connection? It's sort of good just to be okay with that. Uh, I've never had a, uh, any negative experiences. And like I mentioned, the uh, beings are awakened, enlightened, uh, here for healing. And kind of that as a facilitator is what I can say, of course, everyone that doesn't necessarily convince people they sort of just we sort of sort of just work things out through our own experience and choose what's most appropriate to us but i do want to say that that 
um, is something that's probably natural to experience and is part of the process. Uh, some people don't have that, and they're completely like, you know, this is um, this is what I was kind of meant to do, or I was born to do. <laughs> and I'm so glad I, I'm I'm here, and that's Open why and ready. I incarnated, or, you know, right. right. So, but uh, but I do uh, want to just mention that. But um, yeah, the thing about uh, what's very interesting, uh, and right in the beginning when I was meeting in a group and we were doing outdoor contact. Uh, I was also mentioned I was doing reconnections. And just as a way for me to gauge, I, I kind of asked the being, like, okay, like this reconnection that I got done was considered a DNA activation, was a major transmission. Like, uh, when we go out and do contact, uh, how much energy and information is coming into us? And they were saying, like, it's about, like, doing 100 reconnections, <laughs> like, wow. in that, like, mm-hmm. hour that you're out there. Of course, there's probably no real way to you know, um, gauge these things. They're probably addressing my more um, scientific mind to have some numbers. But what's happening is whenever you go out, there's a tremendous download of uh, energy and information. It's it's like getting a transmission, but um, 100x. Uh, <laughs> and so, and we'll do something like that here. We don't have to necessarily go outside. That's kind of, I think, why I kind of felt, felt very guided to make, uh, from these beings to make this the topic because they mm-hmm. seem to be, they're sort of like waves where they become much more accessible to people. That's what I found. And then maybe they recede in the background. And I kind of will mention something about that maybe a little bit later. But um, in terms of how accessible they are and they sort of kind of, they become very accessible to people. And then they also kind of like a, like a wave, like um like how the ocean kind of recedes back, they recede back into the background. Mm-hmm. Um, and so maybe this is a an outer wave, like a, a high tide uh, time, particularly in the summertime for people who are in the northern hemisphere. But um, so that being the case, uh, you know, the you may feel quite a lot during the contact, but it could be, like I mentioned, uh, days, weeks, or even years where all this information that you just received will unpack and shift your consciousness. So it raises your light body, it raises your environment where you're doing it, um, and people just become much more open, I think is what, what happens. Consciousness becomes more open. Right. Hmm. Yeah, and I know that um, they can also help and support with processing emotional traumas. Um, what has been your experience with regard to that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if you if you go out, you know, because they have a healing aspect and now uh, there's been much more contact and established uh, in the astral world, sort of this connection between humanity's consciousness and, let's say, interdimensional consciousness, that you can go out or have a meditation, even if it's by yourself, and intend to make contact with, let's say, the Arcturians or the Pleiadians. Uh, or even you could just say, like if you don't know, you could just say the intention. The label could be uh, my particular star lineage, mm-hmm. you know, star connections that are karmically connected. And then present uh, to them that you would like uh, healing vibrations or resonance frequencies to clear. And then just state what your particular... Uh, emotional either pattern or trauma is and they'll bring in the um, information for that um, the thing with the 
what I found with the star beings is first with their healing, it's very fast. It's almost too, it's almost too fast for our linear consciousness. Like, for example, we think um, a healing session should be 30 minutes long or whatever that, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. just because we're into it. They could do something in a minute, but um, we just would need to be kind of able to accept that, that, that that's right. all they need. Um, and that's what I found ever since starting the Arcturian healing uh, work is that they can work very fast. And then second is that they're very balanced in the way, like if you're working with an emotional pattern, like some therapies, which can be quite effective, like if you're working with a trauma, you may have to relive the whole trauma, and it could be quite cathartic or also also quite a little bit painful to go through all of that, um, even though those are very effective therapies. What I found with the star beings is that they'll work in a very balanced way. They don't necessarily need to have you relive the entire trauma. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they'll have you still process the uh, pattern so that you kind of um, come out in a more smooth or understanding way of what happened. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's much more simplified <laughs> to me. But, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so later on in the call, Jean, I know that you know, we'll do a group healing together and you're going to be using um, the star being healing frequency um, if someone is new to your work and when you bring through these frequencies this is the Arcturian healing method describe kind of what that what happens um, you develop these particular frequencies and then you transmit them um, and they're each for specific um, challenges or intentions or how would you describe it yourself Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, um, and, and maybe the um, specific uh, group uh, process can be um, working with our star lineage to clear mm-hmm. emotional uh, stuck patterns. I think that seems to be, you know, okay. you know mm-hmm. um, something very that my people might be very uh, useful. Like also going forward, so they can know how to do that also on their own to make the connection. But, um, yeah, the, I think the, the, the best thing is the resonance. Like, there's two points. Uh, one is, um, to answer your question, is um, this concept of resonance. So, like, uh, just to define that. So, like, whenever you connect with the information, energetic information fields, which could be, you know, like your friend's Facebook account or someone's picture or someone you're talking to um, or, like, even, like, a tree or nature, uh, what happens is on all seven subtle body levels and consciousness, you're exchanging energy and information. Like instantly, you actually exchange your entire information field with the, whatever you're connecting to. And to use like a technological example, it'd be like switching hard drives. You know, that's how significant it is. The thing is, is the reason we're not fully aware, like let's say we're talking to our friend today, uh, for, for intuitives, which is probably, you know, everyone on the call, you're very aware of probably, like, what's going on internally. But this exchange occurs instantly when you start talking. But most of it remains sort of what I call past or in potential. And then whatever is relevant starts to unpack or come to your consciousness. So I think when you think about the healing with the star beings, it's like as soon as you make the connection to them, they've already downloaded what you need um, for your in a in a packed form, and then it's just a matter of letting it unpack. So, like the transmissions could be basically instantaneous, if if we were open enough to that. And I think a lot of people are. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but of course, we sort of give it some form, like okay, like I say, like energy's transmitting, and I'm usually silent for like uh, you know five or however many minutes. It's it's a little bit. That's the unpacking. It's so that we can accept the mm-hmm. exchange. Right. But it actually occurs. Uh, resonance actually occurs faster than the speed of light. It's like at the, at the speed of thought, and uh, and all the information is transferred in that instant. It's just a matter of you know giving it time to unpack. Mm-hmm. So when we take some colors, which I'd like to do here in just a minute, um, basically they can share whatever challenge or whatever it is is going on with them, and then you can bring through a frequency, um, and and then it just is transferred, and then it can unpack at whatever rate they are ready for. Is that yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> and, Thanks for uh, clarifying. <laughs> yes. Does this feel like a good time, Jean, to, to take some callers? Oh, yeah. Yeah, this would be great. Okay. So their name and just um, just a brief um, understanding of what's going on with them. And uh, you can bring through um, the frequency that will be most beneficial so again it's star two to raise your hand we already have a lot of hands up um so i am coming out there the first caller that i'm going to um i'm going to a web call i'm going to shelly um shelly in tucson hi shelly hi carrie hi Jean. can you hear me absolutely hear you clearly hi Beautiful. Thank you for calling on me. I love you both. And Jean, I I recently took a course of yours. Took this. Will it? And it was it was powerful. Will it benefit me to take it again? Oh uh, yes. You have the recording and so forth. Uh yes. Yes. But okay. I mean, to, yeah. to sign yeah. up and do cor- uh, this through Carrie's through your special, will oh. it be beneficial? Oh yeah. It's a new one, oh, Shelley. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I thought it was. I thought it was the one. I know that it was the three body, um, the three uh, parts of our being. Um, so I thought that I have already done it, but that's okay. Then I will re-sign up again. Um, and if I could get a transmission, my my issue is uh, physical ailments that. Um, are prohibiting me from being my highest mm-hmm. energetically. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. There's there's a frequency, and then also everyone who's listening, or also who might be listening to this as a replay or recording, uh, the frequency that I'm about to channel for Shelley is also coming to you, and then you can also set your intention. But uh, yes, there's a, a frequency that's coming through called the Arcturian Divine Fire, which is the Arcturians plus the solar logos or the Christ consciousness energy combined. Um, how does that sound? Sounds wonderful. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> please. Please. <laughs> okay, yeah, so we'll, we'll get started. And, and usually, like what Carrie was mentioning, I, I'll say I'm starting this frequency, and then usually I'm silent, but I'll, I'll try to say something just so people know I'm here while the frequencies are going. Okay, we're starting. 
we're starting the Arcturian Divine Fire Healing Frequency. We're working on Shelly's intention. Plus everyone who's listening to your own specific intention. You can just notice whatever you notice. Continue to deepen the exposure to the Arcturian divine fire. And that was the end of the exposure. Shelly, how are you doing? How do you feel? Oh, my gosh. Thank you. I feel it was fascinating for me. I never see red when I close my eyes. It's just it's not a color that comes to me. And I'm seeing major blotches of red. So that was powerful, red and yellow. So thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you. Thank you, Shelley. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. You're very welcome. Blessings to you, Shelley. I felt a lot of heat. (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, Thank you, Jean. Okay, I'm going to go to our next caller now. Um, hmm. Um, I'm going to go to area code 361. Um, you're live with us, 361. Hello. Hi, welcome. Hello. Yes, oh, we hi. can hear you. Yes. Hi. It's Heidi, I'm from Texas. Hi, Heidi. Hi. <laughs> yes. Hi. Uh, I don't know what to ask for, just some energy healing. I have so much dizziness and inner ear problems and balance, just whatever he can do to help. Okay, Heidi. That sounds great. Yeah, thanks, Heidi. And uh, we'll run a frequency called Metatron Melchizedek and Arcturian Mandala Healing Frequency. And it works with two other angelic uh, or advanced beings or masters, the Metatron, the Archangel, and Melchizedek, the advanced master, and the Arcturian. Okay. Okay. How does that sound? It sounds great. Okay. Okay, great. We get started. So we're starting the Metatron, Melchizedek, Arcturian, Mandala healing frequency. We're working on Heidi's overall health and well-being, as well as everyone's specific intention and just state it silently or 
just be open to however the your soul's intelligence wants to use the energy and information. Continuing to deepen the Metatron, Melchizedek, Arcturian, Mandala healing frequency. And that completes the exposure to the healing energy. There you go, Heidi. <laughs> Were you? Did you feel anything, Heidi? Yeah, I felt uh, a little less anxious, a little more peaceful. Good. In in my in my head area. Beautiful. Well, I appreciate Great. it. Thank you. Thank you, Heidi. And as he mentioned earlier. Um, it will continue to unpack, if that makes sense. <laughs> um, you know, everything that was, um, you know, over over time. So thank you so much for being here, Heidi, and many blessings to you. Thank you. Okay. Yes, thank you. Thanks. Thanks, Heidi. Thank you, Jean. Um, what I'd like to do, Jean, before we take another caller, um, let's go ahead and talk about your upcoming um group transmissions. This is the next series of them. Um, so, Shelley, these will take place um, July 20th, 21st, and 22nd. You can see this special offer from Jean in our marketplace. Uh, just go to straighttalkforthesoul.com. Click on our marketplace link at the top of the page. Uh, you'll find Jean's smiling face. Click on his picture, and it'll take you to this offering. Um, these have been so... Um, successful and supportive for people, Jean. I'm so glad you're doing it again. Um, this one is the Arcturian Guard, Strengthening the Subtle Bodies Transmissions. As I mentioned, they'll take place July 20th, 21st, and 22nd, uh, two hours each. They will be recorded. Um, what do you want to share about this, Jean? Yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, these meetings are dynamic and the people who are sort of who resonate or are called to be part of it, it's uh, very specific. So it's sort of because they're live, the connection to the interdimensional beings, in this case, the Arcturians. Uh, again, it's uh, people's guides uh, primarily, and then the Arcturians. And in this case, the Arcturian guard. So maybe I'll just say a little bit about that sort of. You can see them either as a specific class of Arcturians or uh, or a characteristic of consciousness. So that's also another way to look at it. 
but uh, very similar to Archangel Michael's uh, strength. Uh, in the healing method, they're involved with uh, entity clearing, sort of this more strong aspect of healing. Uh, here, they're sort of that strength um, is being imbued into our uh, seven subtle bodies. Uh, and so that can be very helpful, particularly here in the mid-year, you know, and also at any point in time. But the frequencies and energies will be have that quality of strengthening, like the physical body. So if people are working on any physical uh, symptoms or just want to take even their uh, physical vehicle to kind of the next level, uh, whether that be health or hardiness uh, or immune kind of tolerance um, or defense, uh, then it's also the, uh, the first day is working on the etheric body, so sort of our, the strength of our, um, pranic body, our energy body, our chakra, uh, channel. Uh, and that's very helpful for people maybe who are doing any kind of yogic practice or meditation practice that are working with the energy system that can kind of replenish those energies that people might be, uh, utilizing to build their subtle bodies. Uh, the second day will be focused on the resilience and power of the emotional body. And we mentioned the clearing of the patterns. And we'll sort of do a very specific one to, so people can experience what it's like to have either the Arcturians or your particular star connections clear or help dissolve any uh, emotional patterns that are no longer needed. Uh, and then it's also that second transmission on the second day is working with uh, increasing the power and resilience of the mental body. So if one also wants to upgrade or um, bring sort of brain health to their system, uh, that particular transmission will also be very helpful. And then finally, there's a third uh, live day, and the transmission is to help these more uh, subtle but even causative um, bodies that are uh, usually in our subconscious, but are becoming much more conscious for people. So that's our causal body, which is our karmic pattern, you know, how things are interacting on a karmic level. Our spiritual body, which is like our soul patterns and soul information, uh, soul contract, Akashic record information is unfolding in our life, sort of seeing our spiritual destiny. Uh, and I mentioned, like, some people, they feel their uncovering of their star connection sort of has been one of their main purposes in this particular incarnation. Uh, that would be, like, a soul or spiritual level. And finally, the divine body is our non-dual sort of inheritance or our connection uh, to the divine. So where we're one with the divine and with all. And so this particular part of the transmission helps us to recall or remember or experience that aspect of ourselves sort of in, in what's considered a non-dual awareness or non-dual meditation. Um, yeah, so just to mention, the setup is usually for the, each of the sessions are two hours long. Uh, the first part is the transmission, which is about 50 minutes on those themes I just mentioned. Uh, then we unpack a little bit about helping to understand how to utilize uh, those particular transmissions and also techniques to strengthen those particular bodies, energy techniques. And then the last portion is a 30-minute meditation to bring through those frequencies in what's called the pillar of light, which is our sort of vertical column of energy. Hmm. And I want to say it is um, 
$99, a beautiful, um, generous um, offer. You can pay it over three months if that is helpful for you. And, you know, I think it's a testament to the power of this work of yours, Jane, that so many people have consistently been joining you on these. You know, each season you come back, um, at least this last year or two with these and, you know, and they must work or people wouldn't be continuing to, <laughs> to participate in these large numbers. Um, so, um, this is, uh, powerful stuff for those of you who are drawn to it. And, uh, I hope you'll say yes if, um, if it resonates with you. And, um, Jean, thank you once again. Uh, I'm going back into our webcast to, um, Read. A lot of people have written in. So, Jean, I want to read. Um, let's see. I'm going to go to, um, uh, let's see, a beautiful being named Catherine. Catherine from Mount Shasta. She would like assistance clearing and refining the frequency channels for speech with the masters and the star beings. Um, is there a, a transmission for, you know, supporting her with that and all of us? Oh, yeah, yeah, there's um, a unique set of frequencies that are sort of in the level five of the Arcturian healing method, which is working with the Arcturians and Metatron specifically. And there's a frequency called the Arcturian Metatron, etheric device for psychic surgery, which sort of um, creates strong rearrangements in the subtle bodies. And so we can direct that to the uh, speech centers, particularly mm -hmm. the throat chakra. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Yeah, and, Let's uh, do it. Yeah, and people... <laughs> Oh, yeah. And if people uh, also don't have that specific intention, they can set their own particular intention for okay. this uh, frequency. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we're starting. So we're starting with the Arcturian Metatron etheric device for psychic surgery. working on developing our speech centers, also our throat chakra for higher creativity and our voice. to deepen the Arcturian Metatron etheric device for psychic surgery.
neck bleeds, the exposure to the healing frequency. Thank you, Jean. Catherine, uh, thank you for bringing that forth, and I hope that you heard that. Um, um, <laughs> Sherry said, love listening and feeling the energies that bring that Jean brings through with the Arcturians. Yes, me too. Thank you for sharing. Uh, Linda said, is there anything that we can do to increase our overall energy level to accomplish our life purpose callings in a more smooth, inspiring, and natural way? Oh, yeah. No, that's a great, uh, great question. And um, one I'll just say uh, on a practical level, and then we can do uh, actually three uh, energies that are actually come from the earth that uh, energize our etheric body. But uh, um, what I found to be very helpful to um, energize the etheric body to give energy you know, on a daily basis is breathing. And uh, if people wanted to check out, um, maybe uh, Carrie knows about this, or uh, Wim Hof's breathing method, very easy to Google that on a video. Um, and uh, uh, that or any type of regulated breathing really is a very fast way to energize your etheric body. Uh, she was talking so about gonna... her her life purpose. Did I, maybe I didn't. Um, oh, overall yeah. energy yeah. level for life purpose um, callings. Um, did I communicate that clearly? Or, or uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Thanks, thank you. But, thanks for that emphasis. Uh, maybe I kind of went right straight down to brass tacks. <laughs> um, like on a day-to-day basis, <laughs> like uh, energy levels, but but it will also help your life purpose. Um, yeah, and uh, so maybe we'll we'll do a combination here of Arcturian frequencies, uh, sort of like that day-to-day having you know the energy to carry out your task. That's probably yeah. kind of on the etheric level, and that uh, that breathing advice. And then on a more subtle um, or a more higher level, dimensional level, like maybe working with the spiritual. Um, body, making sure that that uh, those patterns are coming through clearly uh, helps one to kind of like unfold one's life um, soul plan and soul power. So feeling really kind of on and in alignment with what uh, sort of what one's purpose in life. Um, yeah, so we'll do a, a two sets of frequencies to kind of address those two levels. Uh, the ones that kind of were um, coming through uh, initially was um, they're called the Earth Regenerative Energies. They kind of provide us with that sort of that power, that feeling of strength. Uh, and there's three of them, and I'll run all three of them. The, uh, the first one is the uh, golden naga energies, and then there's the cobalt blue energies, and then the red dragon energies. Uh, and then we'll run the Arcturian Metatron spiritual device for the Akashic Records. And that kind of opens up and brings through uh, people's uh, soul plan more clearly. Uh, from their Akashic record. Beautiful. Okay. Okay. So we're starting first with the three Arcturian Earth regenerative energies. And those are the Arcturian Golden Naga energy, kind of a gold etheric energy. And the Arcturian Cobalt Blue energy, like a cooling etheric energy. And then finally, the Arcturian Red Dragon energy, the very fiery, energizing frequency. 
continuing to channel the three Arcturian Earth regenerative, regenerative energies. Now we're channeling the Arcturian Metatron spiritual device for the Akashic Records, helping to bring through our soul plan and soul information for this incarnation. Continuing to channel the Arcturian Metatron spiritual device for the Akashic Records. Thank you, Jean. Wow. Uh, and thank you, Linda. Um, Linda would love to know how you're how you're feeling with that. And thank you for bringing that bringing that forth, Jean. And um, before we go into the um, the group um, transmission about making interdimensional contact with the star beings or star lineage, I'm feeling called to take one more live caller, if that's okay with you, Jean. Oh, yeah. That sounds good. Okay. So those of you who have your hands up, I'm coming back out there to one of you. Um, and it's area code uh, 510. Hello. Uh, hi. Hi. And welcome. Thank you. I was just sending a little SOS, and I was yes, so delighted when you said 510. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> yeah. So um, I am at that 
I'm at my third or fifth or tenth career now and moving into doing more of this work, and I know that I'm getting communications. It's not always as clear as uh, I would want it to be, um, but I do really rely on my intuition and try and listen to that and meditate and do all of that. And in trying to do this work on a greater basis, I'm... Um, I am being challenged by the physicality of being 70 and also uh, being hit on the head with a car, which I've mentioned before, I'm sure. But I'm leaving on a 10-day trip to Shepherd, 22 young couples to the Middle East for a spiritual mm-hmm. experience. And my concern is that I need so much sleep and I feel miserable if I don't get it. I don't know if I'm working off planet during my sleep. I don't know if my brain isn't folding my proteins properly um, so that I clear the toxins. But I just want to be in joy on this trip and be available with so much love to all these couples. And when I don't get enough sleep, even if it's eight hours, I often feel very depressed, very weary, mm. can't function, mm. you know, Is just can't Sarah? handle it. Yeah, yeah. Hi, Sarah. Okay. Yeah, Jean, can you help with that? Oh, yeah, yeah. And just to mention, yes, you're probably uh, doing a lot of work during your sleep also, so mm-hmm. <laughs> for yeah. the benefit of others. But, I feel, yeah. I, I know, I've been told. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yes, we'll, we'll, we'll run some very high frequencies in the Arturian method called the Arturian time collapsing that can uh, help in this situation. Uh, that helps us to uh, process and learn our soul lessons uh, in the most efficient fashion. And then um, we'll also run something called the Arturian Higher Clairvoyant Frequency. Bless you. Bless you. Yeah. Great. Okay. We're starting with the Arturian Time Collapsing Frequency. channel the Arcturian time collapsing city frequency. Now we're channeling the Arcturian 
higher clairvoyant healing frequency. to deepen the Arcturian higher clairvoyance frequency. Great, that completes the two healing energies. Thank you. I have been feeling some sense of joy that it was going to be all right and that some miracle was going to come through to help me. And so, Carrie and Jean, I consider you that miracle today. Um, I rarely feel something from these, but I want to tell you that in my sinuses, starting on my left side of my face, there's an energy that's lifting up, and I feel like it's lifting up through the top of my head and above my head about nine inches that all of that has become expanded and filled with energy and light. So beautiful. So beautiful, Sarah, and just infinite blessings to you um, with your travels. to you, Carrie. <laughs> I appreciate you so much. I just, when I hear your voice, my heart expands. Oh. And I just am so grateful. I'm going to, starting to cry. I am so grateful to you and the blessed, enchanted, talented, loving beings that I've encountered through your show and to create a new community for me. I am so grateful and I am, I just return to you. Oh, so much love. So much <laughs> I love. love having you here. I love feeling your presence here. And I know that your travels will be easy and beautiful. And uh, hopefully all of this from Jean will be just what you needed. So, Thank um, you. Thank you both so much. Thank you, Sarah. And thank you, Jean. Wow. Okay. A lot coming through here. Um Huh, okay, Jean. So one more. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, making interdimensional contact with the star beings or star lineage. I know that you wanted to be a little more specific with that and work with um, blocks or traumas. Is that what you mentioned? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll show uh, people. Um, we'll, we'll do the transmission and then um, also mention how they can do it for themselves if they also want to continue, like with mm-hmm. a self-healing technique, and uh, if they want to also establish a deeper connection, either to a known um, star being a connection, or if they also want in the process to awaken to one that's already been present, maybe it's just not conscious. Okay. Wonderful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jean. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll do this 
um, for the group, but uh, what I'm doing is you simply, when you want to do this on your own, you can, of course, listen to the recording, but if you wanted to do it on your own, you just move your awareness to the first chakra above the head. So that's approximately 6 to 12 inches or 15 to 30 centimeters above the head. And just state the intention that you're working with, and then you can state the star beings if you already know which ones you work with, like let's say the Arcturians or Pleiadians. Uh, or if you don't know and are wanting and are open, just say the star beings that I have the closest lineage connection to, mm-hmm. and that's how you call them. And then simply say to bring down energies to dissolve any emotional patterns that I no longer need. And then you just uh, be still. And for people, you may feel like an energy start to work on your system. And if you are sensitive to energy, when it turns off, then it's over. So could it be anywhere from one to five minutes? And if you're not sure when to stop, just stop at five minutes. You could just set a timer. That's all That's all you'll need for a session. And uh, you just do that if you're working on something specific. You can do that three times a week. Just give yourself one or two days in between to let the information and energy unfold. Uh, if you just need a, that one time and you feel good, you don't have to do it again. So it will unfold on its own. Okay. But I'll, um, we'll run the session. I'll run the session with the higher beings so people can just relax. They don't have to do any self-healing right now. Okay. Okay. But if you have anything specifically you'd like to move through or work through, you can state that. Or if you're just uh, open, you just let it work on its own. It'll go to wherever it's most needed. Okay. So we're starting the connection with the energies from people's star lineage, whether that's known or starting or unknown or starting to be uncovered. We're bringing through their healing energies to help dissolve any emotional patterns that are no longer needed. I'll just be still. Every so often you'll hear my voice until the session is complete. We'll be going for about five minutes. to deepen the connection to our star lineages to help clear any unwanted emotional patterns, traumas, any stuck energies or energies we no longer need. 
many unhealthy connections are now being revitalized to be positive and resonant. Feel lighter, see more light around yourself. Your light body is increasing in frequency. And just letting go. Things are feeling easier and lighter. Happier. More joyous. We'll continue with the third and final deeping portion of the session. Realizing you're meeting old friends, old friends that you always know. Your star connections, like your family. And as we come to a close, we thank the higher beings, our connections, our higher self, and also the star beings who either we know or we're getting to know for their healing energy. When you feel comfortable, you can open your eyes and snap your fingers. Thank you, Jean. Wow. (laughs) It has been a powerful session with you today. My goodness. How is everybody feeling? Please write in if you would like to and um, let us know how you're doing. Um, I'm in the webcast now. And um, Sarah, uh, Catherine from Mount Shasta wrote in. I guess this is right before the last... uh, 
um, transmission. And she said, I saw a beautiful bubble around Sarah's entire group and journey. Uh, much love. So I wanted to pass that along to you, Sarah. Um, Linda said, thank you so much, Jean and Carrie. These transmissions were so subtle and so incredibly powerful at the same time. I can feel them moving through me from top to bottom in a beautiful motion, lifting and filling my entire being with light. Wow, so thankful and grateful. Thank you for sharing that. Um, Sherry said, I felt that one in my heart. Um Michelle just said love and blessings to Carrie and Jean and everyone. Feeling groovy, she said. <laughs> Happy to hear it, Michelle. Um, Jean, how do you feel after you you offer these transmissions? Oh, yeah, I feel great. I feel great. It's, a, <laughs> it's kind of a blessing to be able to uh, – I know it's not um, uh, always that easy, actually, to, to be together in a group. Um, it, it's easy once you're there, but then I realized that it actually takes a lot of um, different causes and conditions to be bring everyone together. So mm-hmm. I'm always very grateful that these can happen. Yeah. Um, well, I appreciate you. And Juan, Juan from Ontario said, I feel great. Thank you. Um, Sherry from British Columbia said, yes, feeling buzzy. So much gratitude in all ways. Wonderful, everyone. Um, more people writing in. Susan, I feel light as a feather. <laughs> Thank you, Jean and Carrie. Hope everyone has a great day. Thanks, Susan. Uh, Martine from Ottawa said, I asked to move up to my next level of ascension, and I could see soul fragments reintegrating, crying. My head is still ringing. Blessings to Jean and Carrie and all. Wow, powerful for you, Martine. Uh, Lacey said, so much powerful energy today. Thank you, wonderful Jean and beautiful Carrie. I feel all leveled up and ready to expand even further into my interdimensional relationships. This is so exciting. And Sara said, I'm feeling joy, more ease, and vibrating with the rainbow of light that you envisioned. So grateful for all of you. A lot of love flowing here, Jean. A lot of gratitude for you. Um, how fun. <laughs> uh, right? <laughs> um, That's Yeah, I really want to encourage all of you, um, if you're feeling called to do so, to participate in the next um group uh transmissions because the more of us that come together you know in these intentional groups um, the more powerful it is so jean wishing you just you know so much um illumination healing everything beautiful with this next set of uh of uh, transmissions with the group be exciting uh <laughs> Well, Jean, my friend, any final message or anything else you'd like to share before we say goodbye to everyone? Oh, no, this has been great. And uh, the, the only thing that was coming through I was going to mention is um, on one of our the, uh, maybe comments or questions was like, uh, you know, as we look at technology in the physical world, like every year, you know, we have a new cell phone, whatever version you're using, you know, like mm-hmm. whether it's Samsung or um, iPhones. Uh, same with uh, spiritual technology. I think uh, as we receive, uh, everyone here is sort of so open and receptive to their connections that we're receiving kind of new spiritual technology. I think that's why 
the healings can be much more faster right. uh, than before and uh, new ways of kind of working at those higher dimensional states more consciously, whether that's clearing karmic patterns or ancestral patterns that took maybe even a full incarnation or maybe multiple incarnations can be cleared in a matter of even, uh, I don't know, seconds is the right word, but possibly even that fast. And also then also changing timelines, uh, whereas, you know, it might take an incarnation or two to change a timeline or even a couple of years. Uh, now they can be changed uh, quite quickly, just like our technology is much faster. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's also why each time you're here, I feel it more palpably. And um, it's that advanced spiritual technology that you're tapping into um, that you bring forth each time we come together. So that's wonderful. <laughs> and, and now for everybody listening, also in, in making that interdimensional contact with their star lineage, um, you just expand and expand your awareness and your connection and your, your opening to them. So it's exciting stuff. I loved this topic, Jean, and everything that came through. So thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. And I know we already have you on the schedule for next season, so we'll see you back here next time. And, of course, uh, for the group gatherings, I want to mention that's July 20th, 21st, and 22nd. So uh, thank you, Jean, and uh, blessings to you, as always, with all that you're doing. Uh, thanks so much, Carrie. Thanks, everyone. It was great to, to be here and to be able to connect again. Yeah, thank you, everyone, for the gift of your time, your readiness, your love, your openness and presence today. Uh, we really appreciate you and hope that you receive the insights, the uh, the activations, the the healing, the expansion uh, that is most beneficial for you at this time. Thank you for joining Jean and myself on this soulful adventure. I am sending waves and waves of love and light and appreciation from my heart to yours. May you feel it, receive it, and then offer it to those you encounter today uh, or tonight, wherever you happen to be in the world. And as always, until next time, please give yourself full permission to shine instead of shrink, express instead of suppress, and own that amazing, powerful glow of yours, take flight, beautiful beacons of light, uh, and I'll see you back here in this playground of light um, next time. Bye, everybody. <laughs>